Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash entitled parents, where a stupid father almost kills his infant daughter by leaving her in a car in the summer. Our next Reddit post is from Saris. This happened a few years ago in a mall parking lot. It was mid-July and nearly 39 degrees Celsius, which is 102 degrees Fahrenheit. When my mom and I got out of the car, I saw movement in the corner of my eyes in the car behind us. I thought it was a dog at first, and I said to my mom, What douchebag leaves a dog inside a car when it's so hot? When I looked again, I saw that it was a baby, a one-year-old girl sitting in the back of the car. I told my mom, but she thought that I was kidding. I ran inside the mall, found a security guard, and told him about the baby. The security guard made a call through the speakers warning the owner of the car. I led the security guard to the car with my mom following us, dumbfounded by this actually being true. There we waited, waving at the little girl who seemed to be conscious through the windows. Eventually, a man showed up, and he started yelling murder when he saw us. Stop! That's my car! My daughter's inside! The security guard said, Yeah, you moron! Your daughter's inside! Open the car doors! The father unlocked the car, and at the security guard's request, he took the baby outside. The car was an oven. The baby was soaking wet, covered with sweat, and she started crying the moment she felt the relatively fresh air outside. The security guard guided us inside and gave the father a cup of water for the baby to drink. When the security guard handed the cup of water to the father, the father actually had the audacity to drink it first. My mom exploded at him, screaming at the man to give it to his daughter. This guy really didn't seem to understand what was happening. He actually tried to go back to his shopping after the girl had finished her water. The security guard stopped him by putting a hand on his shoulder. The security guard said, Stay right there. My colleague will take your baby, okay? We're waiting for the police and for the ambulance to arrive. Stay calm. Breathe. Your daughter is okay, but we have to make sure of what happened, okay? Throughout all this, a mall worker had been tending to the daughter and giving her water nonstop. And the father said, Maybe give her another cup of water. It's hot. The security guard yelled at him, Dude, shut the F up. The police are on the way. And from there, my mom and I just left. There was nothing we could really do to be helpful, so I gave the security guard my info when we went on our way. When we exited the mall half an hour later, the guy was gone. The daughter was gone, but the car was still there. And the security guard waved to us with a big smile. A few days later, the cops called me to confirm the details of what happened. During that phone call, the cop told me that the father was facing a fine, years in prison, and had already lost custody of his child. Our next Reddit post is from WordNerd. Background. I own a 32-unit facility that houses felons who have finished their sentences and need some help returning to society. Each unit houses two clients. We do stuff like teach them computer skills, teach them how to cook, build a resume, stuff like that. At 6am, my night manager calls me and tells me there's a lady pounding on the door, insisting she needs to talk to whoever's in charge. So I tell him to give her my number. Before I'm even off the phone with him, she's calling me. Before I even introduce myself, she goes off, accusing me of kidnapping her son, who's 34 years old by the way, and is 100% here of his own free will, and that I'm forcing him to work for me. And by the way, he doesn't work for me, he works at a recycling center. Then she goes on about how, as his mother, she needs to be able to see what kind of conditions he's living in, but he refuses to let her visit. According to her, he would never refuse to see her unless he was under duress. 
So what she needs, what she demands that I do is to come to the facility to unlock his door so she can go in and look around. I told her that is not going to happen. I'm not letting her into someone else's home. She is not a resident here. Her son isn't the only person who lives in that space, and I would need permission from both her son and his roommate to let her in. She has no right to be here. Now, please just get off my property or I'll have you trespassed. That caused her to shriek, how dare you, into the phone, and tell me that if she isn't let into the room within 10 minutes, she's going to call the cops and have me charged with kidnapping. I tell her, go ahead, and I hang up. I wasn't at the facility, but from the security cam footage, it appears that when the cops that she called showed up, and after she explained the situation to them, her son came out the front door and told the cops that he didn't want to see her and that we didn't kidnap him. She went into a rage and attacked her son, but he didn't get hurt. He just backed up and slammed the door in her face. The cops took her away. I don't know what's going to happen to her, but man, seeing that dude's mom, he did not have a great start in life. You know, on this channel, we trash on Entitled Parents a lot as like, haha, this is funny, these people are so weird or whatever, but stories like this are really depressing because it shows that there are real life consequences to being an entitled parent. So like, obviously, we can't say why this guy ended up in prison, but would anyone be surprised if it was because he had a terrible parent growing up? Our next Reddit post is from PF Ghost. This story is about me, my dad, and my mom. I'm a girl, and at the time of this story, I was 18 years old. My parents must have been divorced for a very long time. During my senior year of high school, I was taking dual courses in college, so I wasn't excited about my high school graduation. My dad and stepmom decided they were going to throw me a small graduation party to celebrate. It was really small. Only my grandma and siblings were invited. It was more like a barbecue. However, I had no idea that it was happening because they wanted to surprise me. My father reached out to my mother and told her they were going to have a small celebration for me and that she was welcome to come. My mother became outraged that I didn't call and personally invite her. She called me one night and screamed at me for a solid hour. Here's a part of the conversation. Hey mom, what's up? Why didn't you invite me to your party? What party? Your graduation party? Don't act like you don't know. I'm not having a graduation party. I don't know what you're talking about. Don't you lie to me. I know that you're having a party, and I want to know why you hate me so much. This is your graduation. I should be there. Mom, seriously, all I know about is the ceremony, and as far as I know, you already have an invitation to that. Fine, I won't come. But I want you to know that I care about you, and it hurts to know that you don't care about me. I was upset, and I went to go talk to my dad about it. He said that he was sorry, but my stepmom and him were planning a surprise party. He invited my mom to be nice, but didn't think that she would react like that. So it wasn't a surprise party anymore, but I was happy for the thought. A few days later was the graduation ceremony. After the ceremony, I met up with everyone for pictures in my cap and gown. <laughs> my mom had purposefully dragged mascara down her cheek to make it look like she had been sobbing. I know that it was on purpose because not only does she have waterproof mascara, but her makeup was perfect despite the amount running down her face. We took, <laughs> we took pictures and she refused to smile in any of my pictures. <laughs> she made sure that every picture she was in, she frowned as hard as she could and scrunched up her face. She looked like a toddler having a tantrum. She decided not to go to the party afterwards. 
She did, however, call me every 20 minutes to express how left out of my life she felt. The party was fun, though, and I have many smiling pictures of my dad and me. Wow, OP, for the life of me, I can't figure out why your parents got a divorce. Mmm, on second thought, maybe it has something to do with the fact that your mom is an absolute nutcase. Our next Reddit post is from its personal man. So, my neighbors have three boys, all under the age of seven. In my first encounter with the mom, she promptly tells me that her kids wander. I naively thought that this might mean they would randomly throw a ball in my yard sometime, so I didn't protest too much. Our yards are unfenced and we share a driveway. Oh boy, was I wrong. My yard, deck, front garden, and even the inside of my house were seen as an extension of their space. The boys would even have sword fight tournaments on my back deck off of my kitchen. The parents would literally do nothing. I was put in a position many times to ask for more privacy because this was affecting my work and my well-being because I'm a very private person. It took some pushing, but finally things got a bit better. The kids would still wander, however, not at a level that I was willing to cause drama over. This past winter, I decided to put in security cameras. I live alone in a not-so-great area, so I wanted some peace of mind. I also wanted to document encroachment in case it got bad again. Since then, the cameras have picked up a lot of encroachment from the kids, but I didn't raise an issue. Because my relationship with their parents was peaceful, and I wanted to keep it that way. Fast forward to yesterday, and my camera picks up the middle kid peering into my window with a pair of binoculars. I sent the clip to the parents, explaining that one of my cameras picked it up, and that I'm not comfortable with this behavior. It's inappropriate and an invasion of my privacy. They sent a note back saying that he was only trying to see if I was home so he could say hello. Then they insisted on knowing more about my security cameras, what they can see and if they pick up the kids playing in their yard. I explained that they don't because they only pick up motion in my yard. But if the kids are in my yard, which they are a lot, then they're recorded. So the parents start insisting that I take the cameras down. The lesson is that entitled parents raise entitled children. I'm frightened to see what kind of adults these kids will turn into. Who knows if I'll be here long enough to find out. OP, they say that good fences make good neighbors, and in your case, it sounds like you might want to spring for a barbed wire fence. Our next Reddit post is from Deleted. I work in a children's hospital and I register kids for surgery. We get a lot of people from different ethnicities and backgrounds. All around, I love my job, but occasionally there's an entitled mother that just isn't too much fun. So I get a phone call from an entitled mother that goes something like this. Same day surgery, this is OP. Hi, yeah, I'm letting you know that we're not going to be there until 11. I'm not waiting an hour for my kid to go back to surgery. I should mention that we make patient check-in an hour and a half before surgery so the pre-op nurses can get vitals and the doctors and anesthesiologists can come talk to them beforehand. And also, the kids aren't allowed to eat anything before surgery because it poses a huge risk with anesthesia. I say, okay, let me transfer you to the pre-op team so you can let them know. I thought nothing of it, and I figured the pre-op team would explain everything as they usually do. But I was wrong. Apparently, the entitled mother yelled at the pre-op team over the phone when they told her about the reason why the kid has to check in an hour and a half early. Anyways, fast forward to when the kid's surgery is scheduled to happen. They walk in, and the entitled mother has her chin held up high, as most entitled mothers do. 
My coworker checks them in and tells them to sit by the pre-op door so they can hear when they get called in. Instead, the entitled mother takes her kid to the waiting room where there's snacks and drinks for the parents while they wait for their kids in surgery. And she proceeds to give her kid water and ice, which is a big no-no. They get called back, and when the nurses discover that the kid's been drinking water, they cancel the surgery and reschedule due to him eating. The entitled mother went ape on them, yelling at them, saying, I am not going to leave until the surgeon himself comes in here and tells me that it's canceled. So she and her kid were just sitting in the pre-op room for hours waiting for the surgeon who has other procedures he needs to do. They got canceled and rescheduled for a couple of weeks out. Fast forward a few weeks to their next scheduled surgery. They don't show up for that one and get rescheduled again. Then, today, which is a month and a half later, they finally show up, which is only 20 minutes before the scheduled surgery. She came in with her chin stuck up again. But this time, she wasn't a complete idiot, and she didn't feed her kid anything and he got his procedure. Down in the comments, we have this story from Orion. This little girl had to be put under for a dental procedure, and you're not allowed to eat beforehand. The dad was told that his daughter wasn't allowed to eat anything before the surgery. The day of the operation came, and as soon as they administered anesthesia, she threw up eggs and the operation was cancelled. Later, the dentist confronted the dad and said she shouldn't have eaten anything. Then the dad said, She was so hungry, so I made her eggs. Her throwing up must have been your fault. So, for clarity, the reason why you're not allowed to eat before surgery is because anesthesia turns off your body's reflexes. Also, anesthesia could cause your body to vomit, so if you vomit up into your esophagus, you won't reflexively throw it up. It'll just sit there, in your throat, until you asphyxiate. Imagine drowning in your own vomit because your parent is too stupid to listen to a doctor. Our next Reddit post is from Azurko. A little backstory, my dad used to flip houses for a living. Back around 2010, he got the bright idea that he was going to eventually marry the woman that he cheated on my mom with. His health wasn't the greatest back then, so instead of flipping some of the houses, he turned them into rentals. He also decided to put my name on the title for one of the rental properties so that after he married, if he died, the house and the income would come to me. I signed all the paperwork, so technically the house is mine. Fast forward to last month. My dad has since been in prison, so he calls me up from jail and says, Hey, remember that house on X Street? We've got a realtor interested in buying it. Are you interested in going ahead and selling? We can split the profit, and I'll use my half to pay for my funeral. I was thinking, cool, I get my inheritance early, and I don't have to deal with the stress that comes with a funeral. So the deal is made, and my dad calls me again and tells me to have the lawyer cut two checks, each for half of the sale amount. I am very confused, so I ask why. He says, I need you to take half for yourself. Then, for the other half, take a certain amount and save it for my funeral and give the rest to my wife. I also found out that dad divorced his wife, Jane, right before he went into jail. My dad will be in prison for another five years, but due to his failing health, he'll probably never get out. This only made me more confused, so I asked her, why would I be giving her anything? Because she lives in the $500,000 house that my dad bought for her and stupidly put in her name. My dad gets into a huge huff and tells me to just do what he says and not ask stupid questions or else he'll stop the deal. My dad's been calling and emailing me daily to ask about closing so that Jane can come collect her check. Each time he called me, I told her that I won't give her the check because the lawyer won't cut the check like that. 
The most that Jane is ever going to get from me is my two cents about what a piece of garbage she is. And if she wants anything from this sale, I want the money that she's been collecting in rent for the last three years. I know that this is going to make my dad mad, but the level of how much I care is very slim. What's the worst he can do? Not call me? And then down in the comments, Peppa Pig Killer says, I'm totally interested in why your dad's in prison. But that's none of my business, so ignore that curiosity. Jane sounds like a knob. Also, it sounds like your dad's trying to win her over by giving her money. And then OP replies, My dad got busted for running a drug ring, mostly to help fuel her lifestyle. The funny part, though, is that she's 100% trailer trash that he brought into his nice house. OP, <laughs> your dad was selling drugs to give money to his wife? And then, even after they got a divorce, when he's in jail, he's still trying to give her money. Man, that woman must have been incredible in bed. That was our slash entitled parents, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast, because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.